1: Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to five, nine, seven, six, nine. Remember to love God, love people, and love life.
0: I'm ready to hear. Then do your word, which I'm about to receive, which makes all things new in Jesus name. Amen. So God have your way. Now move by your spirit in this experience today speak to us give us what we need to hear i pray that every prayer would be answered can i get you to open your mouth and say answer i pray that everything we need clarity on we'd have clarity for somebody say clarity Clarity. and i pray that whatever we need to have the courage to do that that courage would manifest tonight everybody say courage in jesus name let's get into this word listen guys we're in this series called parables Everybody say parables Parables we've learned are stories that Jesus used to illustrate principles. Now, Sunday was the parable of the Good Samaritan. And tonight, I'm going to go deeper into each character in the parable because a story never makes sense without every perspective because at most, we see 180 degrees. What do you mean? Uh, 360 degrees means a complete circle it means you can see every angle and every perspective if you are to look forward right now your peripheral vision uh it will give you watch me at most 180 degree view what does that mean you got to be careful that you don't think you know everything just because you saw it from one perspective Sometimes you have made incorrect assumptions and presumptions about people, places, things, and ideas because you did not have a full perspective from which you saw it. You only saw it from you to them. You didn't see it, watch me, from who was behind you, taunting you that the person in front of you could see. Y'all better hear me. And so when you begin to mature, I need you to open up your mouth and somebody say, I'm mature. Somebody say, I'm mature. When you begin to mature, what begins to happen? When you begin to mature, you realize I need to see things from multiple perspectives because it's going to help me to see it from a total perspective. So I see everything. Can I help you? Even if you look back over your life, there are things that you only looked at from you but you didn't see everything because you could not see what was behind you see sometimes watch me there are prayers that you prayed that you did not realize what was going on behind your back come on here and sometimes because you didn't know what was going on behind your back god says watch me there are certain things i had to do because the scripture tells us to put on the what full armor of god well the armor is the helmet of salvation the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the belt of truth. My feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel. I've got a shield of faith to quench the fiery darts of the enemy. But guess what I don't have? Anything for behind me. Which means God says there are certain things that I won't let you see and I need you to trust me even when you can't trace me. Because sometimes there's stuff going on behind your back you didn't know nothing about. And the reason I have to shut that friendship down is because you didn't see what they were doing from what you, y'all ain't gonna say nothing, from what you could not see. I need you to open up your mouth say, I'm a tomb this year so let's look at it Luke 10 and 30 Jesus replied a man I want to stop right there because this man we spend some time with him both experiences on Sunday he goes on this journey on a path that is known as the way of blood or the highway of blood because it was known as a dangerous terrain somebody say it was dangerous Now, one has to ask the question, why would this man go on a dangerous journey, but he would do it by himself? Can I help you understand something? Because his decision to go by himself reveals a lot about the state of his life. He's taking a dangerous journey, and there's nobody in his life that he can trust, watch me, that is going to go with him, that's not going to treat him like one of the robbers. Some of your bloodline, watch me, the reason you didn't ask them to help you is because you knew they were going... Y'all ain't going to talk... The fact that he didn't ask anybody suggests that he didn't trust anybody and perhaps nobody was available. This man, watch me, he it was a man that had something valuable. How do you know he had something valuable, Bishop? Because a robber would not have attacked him unless he had something valuable. What are you trying to tell me, Bishop, is that sometimes, watch me, what you call isolation, it is really, watch me, incubation. What are you saying? God says there's some value in you and there are certain things that are going on in your life that don't make sense sense to you right now because your are certain things you're saying why do i have to do this by my? why do i have to get this done by myself why is nobody helping me why is nobody there for me why are the people that i got out of suicide why is it they can't even support what i'm doing why is it that i gotta beg and plead and ask four and five times to get people to get stuff done but the moment they need me i jump. i'm here to tell you you might be the man in the story he invites nobody to go with him on a journey he knows is dangerous because he'd rather risk it with the robbers than take somebody he couldn't trust. Ooh, come on, we're going to go there tonight. See, listen, it's, a, it's a dangerous indictment on the people in your life when you would rather risk it with a robber because you got more faith that the robber's going to do you better than the people in your circle come on y'all i need y'all to be honest with me how many of you watch me you've ever tried to do something and let's just go down the list and you've tried to watch me you tried to ask friends but watch me you trusted a robber a stranger before you trust that friend because you knew that that friend couldn't really be trusted come on let's go next f how many of you tried to test family come on and you said listen i know for sure as much as i didn't done for her as much as i didn't done for him the least they could do is go with me on a dangerous journey and what really ticks the man off can i be honest with you let's get into the psyche of the man i'm gonna preach tonight let's get into the psyche of the man what really ticks the man off watch me is that even though i did invite you why didn't you ask to go Come on here, y'all. Why You knew I was going on a dangerous journey, but you revealed to me you never cared about me. You only cared about what you could get up out of me because you didn't even ask to try to come help me. You knew I was on a bloody journey, but I came to tell somebody tonight, help is on the way. I need you to type that on the screen. Please help us on the way. Help us on the way. Help us on the way. So you ask friends, You try family (laughs) and both both F's friends, family. You'd much rather take your risk with a robber than them. And they know you're on a dangerous journey. They know you're on a dangerous journey and they don't offer any support. They don't offer any assistance. And and, and listen, and, and listen, let's be truthful. You, if you grown, it's nobody else's responsibility. But listen, all I'm asking is that you do what I did for you. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. I, I'm not asking you to do something for me that I never did for you. But can I help some of you all understand what some of the hell you go through? Watch me. You're like a Moses. Come on. You're like a Joseph, which means, watch me, most of the people you deal with, the benefits always going to come from you y'all better hear what I'm saying most of the people that you interact with the benefits always going to come from you And you gotta get used to sometimes interacting with people and dealing with people, and watch me, and having interaction with folk where sometimes there are situations, circumstances, and scenarios where you are saying, I'm not asking you to do something special for me. I'm just asking for you to at least do what it is I've demonstrated that I would do for you. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying tonight? So here it is. Let's go. It says a man. Watch me. He goes on this dangerous journey and he's by himself. Somebody say he's by himself. himself. He was going down from Jerusalem. Jerusalem means Jerusalem means a high place. It means shalom. Uh, Literally, Jerusalem was this mountainous place that's up here. And now he's got to go through this windy journey. It's known as the way of blood and blood in scripture means this life. So he is literally dealing with this way of blood, which means life. Go ahead and take care of it. He means dealing with this way of blood, which means life. Somebody say life as he's dealing with this way of blood, which means life. I need you to hear me. Uh, he's, it's a windy journey. Look at me. Life is not straight lines. Life is not straight lines. Life is windy. See, on that journey that he was on, there were high peaks, there were low places. There were high peaks, there were low places. There were cliffs. There were, um, there were great caverns. There were great dips. There were caves. There were all types of terrain that the man had to deal with. I need you to hear me. You cannot allow the terrain that you deal with, watch me, to stop you from triumphing. I'm going to say it again. You cannot allow the terrain that you deal with to stop you from um, triumphing. I need you to open your mouth, please, and say, I will not allow the terrain I deal with to stop me from triumphing. Come on, y'all. Open up your mouth and say, I will not allow the terrain that I deal with. To stop me from triumphing. Ah, come on, let's go. He's on this journey. and The Bible says he's going down. Going down is this uh, Greek word that suggests two things. It suggests one, that it's literally a journey down. Why? Because uh, 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 Jerusalem was this high place. He was going to Jericho. Jericho is this low place. Uh, Jerusalem was perhaps thousands of feet in the air. And this low place now is much lower than that. In fact, watch me. Jericho is 800 feet below sea level, uh, which means, watch me. He is going to a place where he's underwater. Mm. But when he's underwater, he actually gets transport. Shut up. Sometimes. Watch me. What do you mean transport? Because Jericho was right next to a major waterway, which gave him access to the world. Can I tell you something? Whenever God allows you to go low, that's because God's got something he needs to show you. You didn't hear me. See, don't be afraid of low places because low places have access to water. Water always flows down. Come on, y'all. Water never flows up. Well, what does water represent? The spirit. Can I tell you when you got to your low places, that's when you found your water. Come on. When you got to your anxiety and your depression and your I can't do it no more. When you got to your low places, that's when you found your water the Spirit then gives you access. Come on. The Spirit gives you access now to people, places, things, and ideas. He's on this journey from Jerusalem, a high place, to Jericho, a low place. So let's go deeper. Jerusalem means what? Shalom, the city of peace. Jericho means a fragrant place. Somebody say "fragrant." fragrant. Now, to get fragrance in the Scripture, they didn't make it like how we make fragrances now in a laboratory. No, they did it old school. They would crush a flower because every different flower produced a different scent but it would not produce until it was crushed i want to take a moment right now there, because there's some of you watch me your life doesn't actually start to produce something until you get crushed let's go i need you not to resist pressure i need you not to resist when things come against you why bishop because you're actually that's when the scent of you the fragrance of you the real come real you comes out when you are crushed can i get everybody to say this thank god for my crushing thank god you no, come on, say it with me like you mean it, y'all. Say, thank God for my crushing. Thank God. Yeah, because what crushed me is actually what brought the best out of me. See, you never know what a rose smelled like unless one was crushed. You never know what a lily smelled like unless one was. You never know what it smelled like unless it was crushed. So are you hearing me tonight? So he's on this journey from peace, shalom, which means in Hebrew, what does it mean, y'all? Nothing missing. Nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. And what is this man doing? This man is on a journey of crushing that's about to produce something for him that will cause him to conquer. Look at me. You will never conquer until you've been crushed. So for everybody who resists the crush, it explains why you haven't won. Can I get you to lay your hands on yourself? Let's just have a Selah moment right there. What is Selah? God, you said it. I believe it. That's it. God, just say, Father, forgive me for trying to escape the crush. Y'all ready? Let's go further. He's going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers. Now, you already know that this road he's on, whatever we learned from the first couple of messages, is known as the what? Way of robbers. Somebody say, the way of robbers. Come on, say it with me. Y'all say, the way of robbers. All right, now, check this out. The terrain makes you a target because it's a narrow stretch of road. Somebody say it's narrow. It is a narrow stretch of road. And as a narrow stretch of road, what ends up happening, watch me, is that you are now dealing with the circumstance in a scenario where you've got to be careful because if you don't monitor your movements, you're going to fall off. You got to be careful as you're going through life that you don't get careless because you're tired. Come on, y'all. You got to be careful that you don't get careless because you feel exhausted. You got to be careful that you don't get careless because of your crushing. Remember, he's on a robe that's designed to crush him. So for most people, that would have been a legitimate excuse for him to get careless. But can I get you to lay one hand on yourself, say, I won't get careless in my crushing. Come on, y'all, say it like you I mean. it. said, I won't get careless in my crushing. So listen, so listen. The Bible says that he is on this road, and he's going down, and he fell among robbers. Now, this was to be expected because the terrain made you a target. They could see you coming before you could see them. Why? Because it's a road that overall its trajectory is going down. So if its overall trajectory is to go down, what does that mean? Is that if the robbers are down there, that means they can see you coming down, but you can't see them. Which means, watch me, people that are beneath you always have a different advantage of seeing you. Yeah, let's go. See, some of you wonder why people try to pull you down because they saw something about you you didn't see about yourself. But I need you to make this declaration and say, ain't nobody pulling me down. Come on. Come on, let's just say this. If God be for me, who can be against me? The reason they're trying to pull you down is they saw something you didn't see about yourself. See, when you were walking down on your journey, watch me, of crushing, but they were able to see something of value. That's why they wanted to rob you in the first place. He fell among robbers. Now, robbers, we learned on Sunday, robbers are different than a thief. Why? A thief takes from you. Let's go. A thief takes from you, watch me, in secret. A thief is a Judas. A Judas steals from you in secret. Come on, let's talk. A Judas, watch me, smiles in your face, but all the time they want to take your place. Backstabbers, what they do. That's the song. But watch me. A robber is the Pharisees and Sadducees and the haters. They are public with their hate of you. They are public with their disdain of you. They are public about it, and you got to be careful, hear me, that you don't publicly attack the wrong one, because that might be the last move you ever make. Ooh, let's go. Come on. I need you to say, God fights for me. Say, I don't have to fight my own battles. Can we go? So he fell among robbers. Now, they take openly. Say, openly. And they did a few things. We learned on Sunday, they stripped him. Now, I want you, this, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is my man, all right? This is my man. If you just reset it, it'll be fine. It's this is my man, and then this is my woman. She's from Denver. She wears hats. <laughs> you ready? All right, all right? Now, now watch me. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, all right? So they stripped him. They stripped him. Now, Now, watch me. To strip him, that means they saw value. There were price tags that were on you. Come on, y'all. And these price tags that were on you. Come on, y'all. These price tags, they could see, but you couldn't because you have it on. See, robbers don't try to take something where they don't perceive there to be value. See, because the robbers aren't named. Name your robber. Maybe it was molestation. Maybe it was abuse. Maybe it was your mama. Maybe it was your daddy. Maybe it was your cousin. Maybe it was your friend. What is it that robbed from you? Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Are you hear what I'm saying? All right. So watch me. They begin to see these things of value, and they begin to take these things from him. They strip him. Somebody say they strip him. Now, this is my female mannequin. This is my male mannequin, you know, because he's Batman. But they both looking sharp in their good jackets. Look at me. Some of you wonder why people don't like you. Can I tell you why? It is because their spirit is that of a robber. When they see, some, when they see somebody that has something, they won't. And I need you to stop apologizing i'm not apologizing Mm-mm. now you can come on up here and get some with me let's go listen harvest harvest here's how we do it when one of us eats we all eat when one of us wins we all win so we're not hating on anybody else we want everybody to win can i get you to open your mouth and say i want everybody on my squad to win who's the squad we are harvest and if and if this ain't your church but you watching we adopting you in tonight you can be an honorary one they strip him now this is her they strip because they see there's value there's value they saw it when she was walking down see some of you wonder why certain people came in your life for romantic relationships and it seemed like they came in your life just to tear it up It's because they saw you got some some value in here. So they strip you. And as they strip you, they take everything you've got that's of value. And then, watch me, not only did they strip, so now, watch, you feel ashamed. Because if you had that coat on, you felt like you needed it. So now you out in Denver, and it's 22 degrees, and you ain't got no coat on. (laughs) look at me, look at me. You feel ashamed. Somebody say shame. Vulnerable, unprotected, foolish. These are external issues. But then let's go over here to him. Somebody said he stripped him. They took what made him valuable because they could see a level of strength in him that he didn't see because he wears it some of y'all don't even know how strong you are you walking around talking about I'm tired I'm tired baby you've already beat suicide three times you've already beat several things I need you to open up your mouth and say there's strength in me but you don't see it on you because you wear it and the only way you see it is if you stand in the mirror which is why God shut the whole world down so you had nobody to deal with but you so you can finally see what you got on So so they strip him because he's got this strength on him Look at them shoulder pads. You only have shoulder pads when you know how to take hits. Uh-huh. You only got shoulder pads on when you know how to take hits, but you know how to hit back. And I came to prophesy to somebody, you've been letting some stuff hit you and knock you down and knock you around. But I just need you to square your shoulder up like that. I'm about uh, to, I'm about to, uh, I'm about uh, I'm about to, uh, I'm about to. About to hit back. <laughs> the devil should have killed you when he had you. <laughs> but I need you to open your mouth and say, I'm about to. Uh, 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 uh. Let's go. Listen. Look look, 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 look. He's got strength. He got them shoulder pads. Them shoulder pads. He's like Joseph with a coat of many colors. So, since his brothers didn't have one, they figured they'd take his. So, they strip him of what makes him unique. they take from him. But well, wait a minute. Oh, man. The, there's some treasure uh-huh. that they didn't even realize. And they figured maybe since it's easy for him to do, if I take it from him, I can do that. That ain't hard. Anybody can do that ain't nothing special about what you do but what you don't know is that watch me it don't make me I make it I need you to open up your mouth and say they wouldn't have attacked me unless there was some value come on say it again say they wouldn't have attacked me unless there was some value in me that's alright i just wear it watch huh? you ready they strip him. Somebody say they strip him. Watch me. Then they strip him. Then they beat him. So you already openly and externally attacked me. Then you wound me. You wound me. Somebody say a wound. Wounds are ex- internal. So we dealt with external. Now we get internal. Here's the deal. You're so used to loving God, loving people, and loving life, you're so used to it that you don't realize, wait a minute, there's a wound back here. And you bleed out because you're so used to saving face. (laughs) You ready? You're so used to accelerating. You're so used to it that you didn't see in your acceleration. But wait a minute. There's a wound right up under here. And you don't think it's a big deal because it's small, but because of where, it, where it's at, it's got access to your heart. So they, they beat him. Somebody said they beat him. Then they then, then, then say they strip him. So we got external issues. We got internal issues. Beat there means that they wounded him. That's internal. It's an event that causes sudden damage resulting in pain, distress, grief, and misery. So now you got to get up every day wounded. Wounded. And you don't know where your stuff is. Somebody else got it on.
1: Oh, come on.
0: And wounded people, you want to know how if you're wounded? Wounded people wound people. Hurting people hurt people. Jacked up people jack people up. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? If you're just tuning in, you're wondering what is this? It's a prop. Come on, go with me. Let's go. It's the lion. Come on, I like it. Y'all ready? Look, say they strip him. Say they wound him. And then here's what they do. they're gone. And you are over there. By yourself. Bleeding. So much so there's some days you can't stand up. There's some days you say I'm not getting out to bed. There's some days you say I I can't. There's some days you say listen ain't enough Mac Maybelline to Come on, fellas, you like, listen, I I just, I ain't ain't got a hallelujah in me. I ain't got a thank you Jesus in me. But that's what the Bible says, put on the garment of praise. Because whatever garment they may have stolen from you, you still got a garment can't nobody take. And that's your praise. So some days, y'all still with me? So some days, some days you can't even get up. They departed. And the Bible says, left them, what? Half there. Look at me. Whenever something is bad, you need to look at the other side. I need you to open your mouth and make this declaration. Say my breakthrough's on the other side. See, 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 see you gotta get that. Every coin has two sides. Is there a coin? Do we have a coin? Come on, every coin has two sides. May I have a coin? Anybody got a coin? That's okay. If you ain't got a coin, I'll take cash. What have you got? I just need to say two sides. Here we go. We got a coin. Come on, coin. Thank you. Come on, I, I got two coins. All right, can I get three? Hey, look at God overflow. All right, watch. Everybody, everybody with me. Yes, sir. This is heads, tails. Can you else, I'm not. My fingers are too.
1: <laughs>
0: you got it. Yes, sir. Y'all see it? Yes, sir. Okay, now take this out. Don't judge it just by this side, because you'll say I don't see nothing but a lot of thinking. That's a man's head. You're stuck in your thoughts, stuck in your feelings, stuck in your emotions. But on the other side, there's an ego. Which means if I'm half dead, flip that thing over. I'm half alive. If I feel like quitting, flip that thing over. I didn't quit yet. If I feel like giving up, flip that. Can I get you to open up your mouth and say, flip that thing over? I want to borrow a line from a movie real quick. Watch me, watch me. You got to reverse it. I need you to open up your mouth and say, it's reversing for me tonight. Whenever you're looking at your life and you're like, it's so bad, flip it over. hey. Woo. Whenever you're like, this is really messed up, flip it over. I could close the book and shut my mouth and stop right there. Can I just get you to put this on the screen and say it out of your mouth? Say, I'm about to flip it over. Whenever you're like, I just, I'm sick of this. Flip it over. Every delay is to your benefit. There's stuff that I said, God, why is it taking so long? And you know what he said to me? Watch me. He said, son there's stuff on your journey watch me that you're not prepared for because you don't know it's coming and so I make an executive decision what does that mean? I don't need to consult you this is above your pay grade <laughs> see when you pray prayers like God protect me he's gonna do it and so sometimes in your journey from Jerusalem to Jericho you're like God what in the world is going on with my life? what in the world is happening? God's like listen there's a pandemic coming and if I let you get all of that done when you want to get it done when that pandemic hits son you will have wasted a whole lot so I shut it down watch me but it's about to flip that thing over it's about For everybody that feels like your delay was gonna mess you up there was something on the way god says you didn't see it you didn't know anything about it but i need you to flip that thing over every delay is to my benefit if delay is heads watch me benefit is tails i'm gonna say that one more time if delay is heads benefits is tail if delay is heads come on benefits is tails you hear? So they robbed him. Somebody said they robbed him. I'm getting to where I'm going. Wherever there's an attack, there's treasure. Wherever there's an attack, there's treasure. I'm going to say it again. Wherever there's an attack, there's treasure. So what is the attack for? Say, Bishop, what's the attack for? To make you aware of where your treasure is. Since. since, since okay. Can I go Bible? Go Bible Let's jump over here. 2 Corinthians 4.7. It's on the screen. 2 Corinthians 4.7 says this. But we have this treasure. Jars of clay just means in earthen vessels. Human bodies. Say there's treasure in me. Treasure to, to show that the surpassing power belongs to God. And not to us. Question, what if you needed to be robbed to reveal where your treasure was? Let's spend let's spend about 14 seconds right there. Robbery doesn't feel good because it's external issues, internal issues. Remember. Those external issues, they take openly. You feel ashamed, vulnerable, unprotected, foolish, but then you're wounded. So now you get your pain, you have distress, you have grief, you have misery. That's internal. But what if that's what it took for you to find the treasure? What do people attack you for? Well, what, what, some of you, watch me. Some of you, let's, let's make it simple. Some of you, you're real exuberant in your praise. And so, the attack looks like this. It don't take all that. I found my treasure. I found my treasure. My treasure is that I'm like Bartimaeus. The more you tell me to shut my mouth, the louder I'm gonna get. Because you don't have a heaven to put me in nor a hell. Ready? What was Jesus' treasure? He was a pioneer. Where was he attacked? You ready for this? You've never heard this. You ready? Family. What do you mean Jesus was attacked family? Look at his life. Where's Joseph? He had brothers and sisters. Where's Joat? Some theologians say, well, perhaps he died. The Bible doesn't say that. He just disappears. Could it be that watch me, Joseph couldn't handle being in the same room with his son that had more treasure than him? Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Can I go further? His brother and sisters, you got to ask yourself the question, why didn't Jesus invite his family to be a part of his ministry? Some of you all invite the wrong people to be a part of your journey. You invite the familiar because they make you comfortable, but they don't know how to handle that road. Jesus did not invite his blood to be a part of his ministry. How do you know that, Bishop? Because one day when he's preaching and teaching to his disciples, his mother and brothers show up and, and they say, we need to talk to Jesus. And Jesus says, who is my mother and who is my brothers? He, he points to his guys and he says, whoever does the will of my father, this is my mother. This is my brothers. For some, y'all ready for this? This isn't for everybody. This isn't for everybody. But for some, watch me. You're attacked in your family because you're the Abraham of your bloodline. And when you're the Abraham, watch me, they won't get you. They don't want to get you. They can't get you because you represent their end. When Abraham was born, he was the beginning of a, come on, let's go. What do I say to you? You are the interruption to the dysfunction in your bloodline. You're the curse breaker in your bloodline. The reason, watch me, Tara, I feel like preaching tonight terah is abraham's father and his name means wild goat and loiterer he's a man that talks but he doesn't walk because he loiters loiterers are always talking about the lord said this the lord said this the lord gonna do that and they have no fruit to show for anything they're always talking about what they fixing to do and about to do but they're loiterers what do loiters do stand outside of the store while other people are in there buying stuff that's why, if you ever go to a 7 Eleven, what do they have a sign saying? No, Lord, which means don't be standing around, because watch me, you're gonna interfere with the people trying to get something done. And some of you, you got a lot of terrors in your life where they are interfering with you getting something done. Can I go further? Abraham, it means wild goat, wild, Abraham's father. So Genesis 12 says, Here's the blessing, Abraham, you're the new. You're the new. I need you to open your mouth and say, I'm the new thing. thing. So what do you keep getting attacked with? People who try to remind you of your old. Wherever there's an attack, it's to make you aware. One of the things my mother taught me, she did an amazing job of teaching me, is, is love. And we would go around the house at night as kids, and we'd say, I love you, 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 about 15 times. And then I was always the one that, you know, uh, my middle name means close to the Lord. So I was like, just in case this is the last time I get to say it, I'm going to say it again. So where would I be attacked? Is with people taking that love and ninja kicking that love. I hope I didn't break it but that's what happens when you get robbed things get broken and when they leave you gotta fix it and put it back together and for everybody who you've had broken pieces of your life I gotta prophesy now I came to tell you tonight that God says listen I'm about to give you some grace because the man's on the side of the road, let's get back to the story, half dead. But the Good Samaritan comes along and says, wait a minute, let's get you. Let's get you back together. I know they tried to knock you down, but I'm here to help you get your stuff back together. Open up your mouth and say, I'm standing up again. (laughs) <laughs> you ready? Come well, I gotta finish. I gotta finish. He's half dead. He needed to be robbed so he'd find his treasure. Can I be honest with you? You needed to be attacked so you could be aware. Some of you, watch me. You're gonna be the first one out of debt in your bloodline. So, seems like it seems like every time you something keeps trying to mess with it, and now all that's doing is making you aware you're about to be supernaturally out of debt. Are y'all hear me? Some of you, you attack romantic relationships. Matter of fact, you don't even want romance no more, you just want. Dinner and two texts. You give me that, we good. <laughs> Don't let who robbed you make you lower your standard. Because you'll exchange one robber for a nicer one. <laughs> Look at me, buddy. Wherever you were attacked, that's where the treasure is. You hear me? Part of, part of, part of my... My, uh, can I testify? Yes, sir. Um, p- part of my journey and walk with the Lord has been moments where I said, God, there's parts of my assignment that, Lord, you know are rough. You know are rough. I said, Lord, and it, come on, Jesus. And he said, son, wherever you attack, that's where the treasure is. So here's what the enemy wants you to do. Close the treasure. Come on, take it off, you can take it off. This, this latch back here is good. Which means when they robbed you, they took their time. So I found the treasure. Somebody said there's treasure. Found the treasure. Attack made me aware. Can I get a few of you to type on the screen areas in your life where you've been attacked? Rob, I'm not talking about you started something and somebody because some of y'all are talking about people just be attacking me Bishop I hit them 14 times and then they say something back to me I, the devil is attacking no that's, that's not an attack an attack watch me is when you're minding your business on your journey of life and they come mess with you that's an attack Trying to get you to put a few of those on the screen come on and i made it to tell you, that's where your treasure is. That's where your treasure is. The enemy wants you to shut it down so that you don't know that there's treasure there. And some of you, you've got, watch me, you've got parts of you that have been shut down for years because you were robbed. And so he wants you to keep the little treasure you got and do nothing with it. But I need you to open up your mouth and say, the devil is a liar. Come on. Can we finish this thing together, y'all? So verse 31, now by chance, a priest, a leader, was going down that road when he saw him pass by the other side. Verse 32, so likewise, a Levite. What do we say? A Levite was one that served in church. A priest was a leader in church. A Levite served in church. Harvest, we use the term if you're part of Harvest, we call it the dream team. We've called it that for years. Watch me. He's a servant. When he came by the place, he saw him and passed him by on the other side. So you see this guy. He's half dead, bleeding out. You walk past him. Watch me. It's a narrow road already. You go out of your way to not deal with it. Let me let me tell what they do. Let me tell what they do. They don't want to make eye contact. Cause I don't want to deal with it. Let me modernize it for you. Ooh know What are gonna do? That's surely my problem. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mama said, "Mind my business." You ready? The leader does it. You want to know why the follower does it? Because he watched the leader. (laughs) Y'all ready? The burden of leadership, watch me, is that your example speaks louder than your words. What you do is louder than what you say. Are y'all hearing me today? Now, watch me, say to Levite. we should all be servants, y'all. But what did I say on Sunday? Watch. You're always asking too much when you're asking the wrong people. Why have the position of power if when you need to use it, you abandon it? Because what did I tell you on Sunday's message? Watch me. The priest had the power because he couldn't see the Torah. The law says as Hebrews, they could not see the man's nakedness, which means they also knew that the man was a Hebrew too. I mean, you didn't do this to a stranger. You did this to a brother or sister in the Lord. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. You you didn't do this to a stranger. You did this to a brother or sister in the Lord. You didn't care that you were representing Christ when you handed Y'all ain't going to talk. So he's the priest. He's the leader. Y'all ready? He wasn't supposed to see the nakedness of a man, but here's what he could have did. He could have simply said, because I'm a priest, I have the power to call you clean. Because when you were naked, it was considered to be a form of uncleanliness. And so, watch me, he couldn't see them. Neither could the Levite, the one that served. But the priest, watch me, here's what was supposed to happen. Y'all ready? Yes, sir. By the way, tonight's message is called, Like a Good Neighbor, We Should Be There. Can I get you to open your mouth and say, Say, Like a Good Neighbor, We Should Be There. So here's the neighbors. Here's the neighbors. One walks by. He's on his phone. He's a leader. But in that moment, he doesn't want to lead. But can I be honest? Perhaps the reason why he didn't want to lead is this. is because the last time... Y'all ready for this? Say 360. The last time he tried to help somebody half dead, he got bit. See, it's easy to judge the man when you 180. But what if he lets the man die on the side... Or lets him bleed out on the side of the road because he says, every time I try to help people the ones i help the most are the ones that do me the worst so i'm not in no helping mood today die go to god on your own and can i help you understand me leaders hear me leaders hear me leaders hear me you are held accountable for what happens with what you saw Y'all ain't going to say nothing. See, the moment you know about a problem, it becomes yours to fix. You can't say, well, that's not my heir. That's not, but then you need to get to whose person it is so that the problem can get fixed. Other than that, you are guilty of the man's blood. That's Ezekiel. All of that blood he's shedding is on your hand. So watch me. So what if he's like, I didn't help too many people. I'm done. And what if the Levite comes along and says, you know what? I am so focused on how I'm feeling right now that what this man is going through doesn't really matter. In fact, you see how this is blocking you from seeing him? And notice this says, I'm, which is all about you. So sometimes you let you get in front of what you are called to. I need you to open up your mouth and say, this is bigger than me. Here's the deal. What if the leader was bleeding from the robbers too? What if the leader sees him, but they worked a real number on him? But if the leader's on the same path, come on, be a good church. If the leader's on the same path, that means those robbers kept going up the path, which means they got to the leader too, which means the leader's bleeding. And he says, I don't have time to deal with somebody else's problem because I'm trying to deal with my own. See, it's easy to judge why people didn't do, but you don't know what they're dealing with on their own. Can I go further? Can I go further? So then the servant, servant comes along. Servant is dealing with their own stuff. I'm not on duty now. I'm, I'm not serving right now. Now realizing Jesus said the greatest among you will be your servant. You ever gone into a store, needed help? The associate at the store saw you clearly needed help. Because you walk back and forth on the same aisle five times. Somebody, Is this, whew, let me see, is, that, let me, is this, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to see what's going on. They standing right there. As if you are too busy to do what your badge says you do. You shouldn't have baited and switched me. I thought you said you were a servant. Y'all ready? Everybody open your mouth and say, I'm a servant, I'm a servant, I'm a servant. Come on, we're almost done. Watch me. He passed by. So this man still laying here by himself. With two people who maybe had legitimate reasons. Sometimes you feel rejected, though. Let's go here. Imagine how this man feels. We know he can see because he saw the Good Samaritan. So imagine how this man feels seeing you walked past me, saw me bleeding, and did nothing. You didn't even say in the name of Jesus I hope the blood stop." In the name of look, I'm gonna get some help. Where they at? I'll be back. Where they go? Y'all ready? You saw me, and you rejected me because you didn't help me. Question. Since the man feels ashamed, y'all ready for this? We don't know the position he's laying on the ground. So what if they walk by because he's so good at hiding where he's hurt? when help shows up you ain't ready for this tonight so when help shows up he's so busy being prideful covering up where he's hurt that when help walked by help said you must be all right you're the strong one you good every time i ask you what's going on you never need prayer have you ever been the strong one where watch me you don't want checking on people and don't nobody ever check on you let me help you they're used to seeing The lion roar, And you're so good at always roaring that they didn't know you was over here, crouched up, bleeding out. So it's easy to judge the Levite. And it's easy to judge the priest when you see it 180. But when you see this thing 360, question, why didn't the man say help? You sitting here struggling with stuff. Got YouTube. Got podcasts. Got coaching sessions. Got Facebook. Got every. T- got daily. Li- I've been live just about every day during this quarantine. You ready? Child, I'm just. You never asked for help. How did the Good Samaritan know that he needed it then? because the good Samaritan says, I recognize that position. I've been down this road, so I know what it looks like when you're trying to hide your hurt. Come on, y'all. See, maybe the man felt rejected, but he felt rejected because he didn't ask for help, and your response reveals where you need to heal. And here's what people often say, I didn't want to say nothing, because I didn't want to start nothing. I didn't want to this. I didn't want to that. I didn't want to this. But then you cannot be mad that no one helped. Nobody's a mind reader. In the name of Jesus, I pray that I know what everybody's thinking. You don't want everybody to know what you think. Only God knows your thoughts. So watch me. Where are you in this story? Can I be honest with you? We have all been one of the different positions in every part of the story. At one point or another, you were the Levite that was bleeding, dealing with your own stuff. At one point you were the you were the you were the leader. At one point, you were the person that was laying here, but you were so prideful that you wouldn't ask for help. So you failed rather than get help. You didn't get it done rather than say, I don't know what to do. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Can I get you to lift over your hands and say, I'm not afraid to ask for help? Come on, let's ask the Lord tonight. Say, Lord, you are my help, you are my strength. I call upon you. Can I go deeper? Can I teach you like this? this is Bible college. Scripture says, look to the heels." Jerusalem is a hill. What does that literally mean? Y'all ready? I look back at where I've already beaten. And that gives me the strength I need to say, I'm going to finish the rest. I need you to open your mouth, please, and share this. Say, I'm a finisher. I'm looking to the hill from which comes my help. My help comes from the Lord. But the Lord is helping me by reminding me, you've already beat a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. 33, as a Samaritan, I got to finish. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion. I taught you on Sunday to the Samaritans. Samaritans were treated like dogs by the Hebrews because they were of mixed ethnicity. So they said, since you're not pure Hebrew, you're not good enough to be with us. Here's what they did. They found a difference and then they demonized it. (laughs) Come on. Um, That exists in America. That exists in the world. That even exists in your circle if you look back over your life. People will find differences about you and demonize it. You think you got good hair. You think you you think you this you think you that you think you come on can we be real? You think she thinks she all that she thinks she all that like I didn't say nothing, but a robber knows value. Y'all ready? Let's go. Samaritans have been treated like dogs by the Hebrews. You remember when the woman says, "Let me can I give you further scripture?" You remember when the woman says, um, she says she prays she asks Jesus for healing. And he says, healing is the children's bread. What does she respond? But even the dogs get the crumbs. She said, that's what y'all call us anyhow. So I've decided that, watch me, Whatever in the crumb is in the loaf, so I don't care how you think about me, I just need help i don't care what you think about me i need help and i've heard this for a third time this week i'm gonna do what the lord told me to do i need you to lift over your hands say help where i need it the most it's on the way say it's coming this week you ought to release a praise right there y'all Woo. y'all ready let me finish this thing He'd been crushed so he could be compassionate. He knew that position. He's like, you ain't fooling me. I know that. I know that. I know that. Harvest, Jesus told the man, who was the neighbor? He says, the good Samaritan. He says, go and do likewise. Like a good neighbor, we should Why did you go through what you went through if you're going to see somebody else and not even at least offer to pray? You ready? He says, I know this position. Come on. Come on to me. Listen, you need, I already know. Shh, hush. I got it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You clearly don't. You've been laying on the ground all day. He took the risk of offending the man to heal the man. Because right? <laughs> this guy's already got a feeling of rejection. Like, Mr. There's so many dynamics to the story. I know, right? He's, he's, you got to listen to this message like five times. This is not a one-timer. He's like, hey, this Levite and this priest already walked past me. I have trust issues. I didn't want to bring nobody with me, and I didn't say nothing to them. You, sir, you, ma'am, got trust issues. You don't trust anybody because everybody looks like a suspect to you. I came for you tonight. Don't let the robbers keep winning by making you ruin new. All things new. All things new. All things new. All things new. But if you won't trust, listen. I'm scared to trust, well, lay that in. Bleed out. I just I can't say now what will people think about me that you on the side of the road dying and you bleeding out and everybody knows and watch me whenever you're bleeding that means you got a little oxygen got a little oxygen that affects your attitude so maybe the reason some people have attitude issues is because what they're really trying to say is I'm laying here and I would ask you for help but I've been robbed so many times I don't trust anybody Y'all here? So he feels rejected. Guess what though? You ready? So does the good Samaritan. How do you know, Bishop? They treat him like a dog. Because he's of mixed race. Or ethnicity, excuse me, because race didn't exist in the Bible. It was created in America. Y'all ready? So guess what has to happen here. Y'all ready for this? They both have to trust one more time. They both have to trust one more time. I don't know who needs to hear me, but God says... And this is going to be between you and the Lord tonight. We'll get to people later, but tonight we got to get to the Lord. Say, Lord, I'm trusting one more time. Because, <laughs> watch me now, here's the next part. Say, help's coming, and I can't look at him like a suspect. So the Good Samaritan, he got trust issues because he'd been rejected. The man laying on the side of the road, he's got trust issues, he's been rejected. So what happens when two rejected people with trust issues sew up? But one knows what to do, because he's been down this road before. How do you know he's been down this road before, Bishop? Because he knew where the hotel was to take the man to which means he says, I've already traveled this road. Watch me. I've already been robbed a couple of times with the same ones that got me, the same ones that got you, because that's all they do. I got to quit. I got to finish. I got to finish. Is this helping anybody online? Guys, if you're just coming in, share this word tonight. So now both of us got to trust. Now listen, I'm about to put some pressure on Cause I gotta bind up the wounds, the Bible says. When the Bible says that He bound up or He bandaged the wounds, that means say He applied pressure. You think He'd been through enough, but right when He'd been through enough, God says, Let me put some pressure on it. Let me tell you what your pressure reveals. You've already started to heal. I'm gonna throw that right there and I'm gonna need somebody to give God glory right there. What does your pressure reveal? You've already started to heal. The pressure. Say, it's proof I've already started to heal. Thank you. Watch. Then he says, we need a little bit more. So he gets the word. Taught you on Sunday, anointing oil. Jesus is the anointed one. John 1 1 says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So when he says he put oil on him, he's really saying, I put the word on him. He says, now listen. You've been robbed so much I know you don't even want to hear it's going to get better I know you don't even want to hear That all things work together for the good I know you don't even want to hear That you're going to be the head and not the tail Because right now now you're laying on the ground Butt naked But I'm here to tell you This is still going to be the best year of your life Put the word on it This is still going to be the best decade of your life Somebody say I'm putting the word on it And what they did to you, all things are going to work together. He said, look, we're not done, though. He said, "Uh, I I need to do do something else. What do you need to do? He said, the place they wounded you, we're going to have to talk about it. It's going to sting. It's going to sting to remember how they came from behind you tackled you it's gonna sting to remember because you're gonna feel like watch me you're gonna feel like getting revenge where they at i'm going to clap back they said this about me let me say this about them and i need you to hear me tonight y'all vengeance is the Lord's. you cannot allow yourself to get caught up in clapping back and you know how that feels it stings because you feel weak And then on the other side of this wine this word is like this wine (laughs) on the other side of this wine wine in scripture represents joy he says once we start dealing with it wow they did that to you they did that to me but I got up and you know what since they treat us like dogs I didn't have nobody help me up I had to get myself up So that when I saw you, like a good neighbor, we should be there. What are you saying to me, Bishop? Don't you think anybody is disqualified from God? Don't you think anybody is disqualified from church? Don't you think anybody is disqualified? Somebody say, like a good neighbor, neighbor. we we should be there. Pours the wine. He says, now listen. That wine is going to antiseptize. I got to apply pressure. I got to give you the anointing, which is the word. I got to antiseptize. Then look what he did. He said, people have treated me like a dog, but I've been on this journey before. He said, the reason that I can be on this journey, watch me, by myself. (gasps) Both of them were on the journey by themselves. Good Samaritan didn't have anybody with him either. Which means your time and your turn are finally about to meet in the middle of your hurt. In the middle of your pain. Y'all you ready? He says, listen, I'm going to put you on my, on my animal. That's what the Bible says. I'm going to pour It's a risk because you might be a robber too. But I'm a poor. Worst case scenario, this is seed. If you never talk to me again, man that was laying on the side of the road that was half dead, God saw what I did for you. Can I be honest why some of us get bitter? We get bitter because we think God doesn't keep score. need you to open your mouth, please, and say, God's been keeping score. And say, nothing is lost. Nothing is wasted. So here it is. I'm done. Puts him on his own animal. He takes him to an inn. End means a place where they could be accepted. Can I get you to make this declaration? And, and this isn't anti-anybody else. This is just this is just declaring what God has called for us to be church. So I'm going to say, we are that inn. Listen, if you're watching and you're like, I'm in Dallas, I'm in Atlanta, I'm in Miami, I'm in Chicago, I'm in Pittsburgh, I'm in, I'm in Sacramento, I'm in San Francisco, I'm in Seattle. How could I possibly be accepted? You've been watching all this time. Because God needed to get you to an end. A place you could be accepted. So that you could heal. Y'all ready? Can I finish this thing? He had a reason not to pour. But watch this last part. But he did it anyhow. So you ready for this? So we go from robbery to rejection to relentless. What do you mean relentless? It means you pursued. They both trusted again. But what's the qualifier? Y'all hear? The Good Samaritan had been tested You miss me. They both have to trust again. When you trust, you need to make sure it's something that has first been tested. See, this man knew the road. You want to know the most exciting thing I hear when I talk to other leaders and executives and pastors? Can I be honest with you? It's not the good stuff. I don't want to hear that. just me, personally. All this and this and that's nice. Where you bleeding at? Because when I hear where you bleeding, it gives me strength to know I got this too. You ready? Let's have a little group therapy for a minute. Can I get everybody online, and even those of you here that if you got a device, if you can, to just type an area where you already know there's some like Kelly Price said, you need a healing for your soul right there. Just one, just one area. You share as much or as little as you want to share. My God. Woo! Say, like a good neighbor, we should be there. Put that on the screen. Whatever that area is, whatever that area is. Look at verse 35. Let me finish reading. And the next day, he took two denarii. What does that mean? He spent time pouring. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Say the next, the next day. That means he spent time pouring. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You'll catch it. Don't be so much in a rush that you rush the important things. This man says, serving's important to me, so I'm not gonna rush it. Got quiet right there. He says, whatever more you spend, I'll repay when I come back. So he pours his wine, his bandages, his oil, and his money. Like a good neighbor we should be there and let me tell you what I'm not saying I'm not saying that everybody that comes to you and says let me hold something that is not what I just said don't get off of church tonight talking about look at this clip let me hold $50 that is not what I said as a church y'all ready we've got to even digitally we got to make sure that people get the bandages we got to share this word and even digitally, we still got to have joy. This is the reason why I choose not to pre-record. That might change, but right now I've chosen not to pre-record. Why? Because I want the authentic move of God. Not the scripted show. That's just me. I'm not knocking what anyone else does. And he gave of his, well, I got some money right here. And he gave of his money. He gave two denarii. And he says, now look, whatever more he spends, I'll be back. Wait a minute. You're going on this journey? This is what I do. you getting back on that way of blood? This is what I do. Changing lives is what we do. Why are you preaching this word, Bishop? Because it's anniversary month, and even though we ain't celebrating this month, we're putting it off the next month. Harvest, changing lives is what we do. It's bloody. It's messy. It's not perfect. It's not always easy, but it's what we do. you ready? Jesus says, who's the man's neighbor? He says, well, the one that helped him, the one who showed him mercy. Say, my misery was so I could show mercy. He says, then tell you what, y'all go and do likewise. Like a good neighbor, we should be there. Okay. (laughs) Say, like a good neighbor, neighbor. we are there. Can I get you to put your city on the screen? Can I get you to put your city on the screen? I'm done. My God, I thought this was going to be a 25-minute message. But the Holy Ghost took over. I can't apologize for letting God be God. Bishop, why are you having us put our cities? Because he pulls you back. I launch you forward. What are you telling us, Bishop? God's got something great for us to do. So he pulls back. You ready? So he can launch. Every delay is to our benefit. Look at me. Every delay is to your benefit. Here's how I want to end this word. Can I get you to stand in your house wherever you at? Can I get you to stand? If you can stand. If you're driving, don't stand up. If you're driving a um eighteen wheelers, do not stand up. Tell my bishop, I got room to hear healthy reports I don't want to have to come lay hands on you for you to come up <laughs> what are we about to do why is he called the good Samaritan isn't that a hefty title remember when the man called Jesus good and he said don't call me good But well, why does Jesus call this man good when he told another man don't call me good That's good. Because he says, through your good, the people are going to find God. You thought you were being weak. So you got a little bitterness behind it. God says, you were not. He said, I'm about to save every last one of them. And your example is what's going to save them. You ready? Can I get us right where we are to lift our hands? And I want you, hear me, here's the first thing we're going to do. We're going to pray that over the next remaining months of this year, that we would be the good Samaritans, like a good neighbor. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. Phone plans, streams, and standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details.
1: Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code VIATOR10 for 10% off your first booking in the app.